Mona. And this is Damio. And, and this, this is Cross Culture. That was nice. That was nice. Back like we never left. Yes. Now you went on vacation, y'all. Mm. So you just she gonna blame us. the hiatus she, on she, me. She went on vacation. I did, y'all. I went to Cancun. It was fun. Mm. You know, everyone's going to Cancun, so you two are one of them. Everybody was going to Tulum. Oh, it's, it's Mexico. Everything's Mexico. Well, that's nice. How was the Mexico it sunshine? Was, it was beautiful. Racism exists in all countries. Really? You experienced... Passive aggressive, of course. What Little happened? microaggressions. Uh, you know, even though you're an all inclusive and they're supposed to wait on you, it just was obvious that they were trying to ignore the group of black women. You know, uh, like they were catering more to other people. Ah, uh, that sucks. It's a little microaggression. It's so unfortunate. It's so because you're paying. A little razzle dazzle. Uh, but besides that, you had a good time. Yeah, other than that, it was really great. It was super fun and phenomenal. Shout out to Morgan. We went for her 27th birthday. Do you feel rejuvenated? Like, oh, I just came from vacation and I feel fresh and, you know, back in the city, back to my grind. You know Let's tell the say? truth. Nobody feels like that after vacation. Really? After vacation, everybody needs a vacation from the vacation. You need, like, a little day to recoup. I think maybe depending from on the, the travel tra- okay. and the turn. You know what I'm saying? From this, the enjoyment. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Because it's like you're doing things. You're still like moving and whatever whatever like yeah well so it seemed like you had like an eventful trunt vacation it was a mixture of both i had like relaxing moments where i was just like i'm sitting by the pool i'm getting the sun i'm mm-hmm. drinking my ties i'm doing my thing then it was like but i'm drinking my ties then okay. it was like you know excursion zip line atv i almost drowned you, you guys yeah, guys, I faced a lot of my you ziplined? fears. I did one zipline. It was supposed to be a course of six. I did the first one, and I bowed out gracefully. Okay, were you scared? I'm surprised. You, know, you, you don't like heights. I, you don't like I'm anything. I'm very terrified of heights. Oh, good And luck. I really try to be brave. So I did it. Of course, I almost shit my pants. Then, But did you enjoy it? No. <laughs> but I did it. Well, that's uh, good for experience. Then I almost crashed the ATV because I couldn't. This shit, first of all, our ATV was semi-broken. We had to change it. Oh. So I didn't feel as bad because it was confirmed that the steering wheel was a little bit tougher. Okay. But yeah, basically crashed into a tree. But that you was okay. Ha- you guys had helmets on? Yeah, I mean, I didn't okay. crash. You know, I knew how to crash. Like, I felt that this is going this way, so I have to slow down now. Okay. And then I almost drowned at the cenote. 
You changed that one. The cenote is like the little cave, um, like pool area, uh-huh. cliff. How are you almost jammed? Because I felt like a failure because I didn't do the zip line and mm-hmm. I almost crashed with the ATV. So I said, okay, well, all this one I got to do, all I got to do is jump from a cliff. And I have a life jacket on. You jumped from a cliff? I jumped from a cliff. You didn't record any of this? No pictures, nothing? I mean, I was didn't want to get my phone wet jumping from the cliff. Oh, like you didn't have anyone do it? No. Okay. I think we didn't know that I was going to be as brave as I mm. was. Because okay. it was like, I literally did it so fast. I ah. literally, because my method, don't do this, y'all. My methodology was, if I look down, I'm going to be scared. So just look straight and jump, right? That was uh. that's what I told myself made the most sense. However, as I was falling... I didn't expect to continue to be falling as I was falling. <laughs> so after about five seconds of falling, I said, well, damn, how far deep how far is this? Is this fall? So then by the time as I'm contemplating how deep this fall is, the water hits me. So was it a shock? Somewhat. But how you almost drowned? Well. It was more of a mental drowning? No, I don't like that water hit my lungs. Um, I started freaking out because I didn't, you know, I wasn't ready for the drop. Everything was happening at the same time. And you know, no matter what, you're going to go underwater yeah. first. So I go underwater, so I'm trying to come up, I'm trying to come up. And I'm up, but I'm not staying up. So I'm like, damn. It was real panicking. I start panicking, so I'm splashing water in my face. And now I'm drowning off the water, I'm splashing in my face. Girl, people was laughing at me. The little Mexicans was thought deep? it was funny. It was 12 feet. That's deep ah, enough. I know that's deep. That's deep enough. So you try to. I'm surprised, girl. I couldn't breathe after that. So how did they come rescue you or what? They threw the little life jacket thing at me. They threw the little ring, and I was like, <laughs> I'm grabbing it. It was very dramatic. Oh man, but uh, but I survived. No wonder you say you exhausted from your vacation, boy. That don't sound relaxing. No, nah, it was like everybody else was fine. They had a blast. They took great pictures, but me. I'm not adventurous, so ah. please, y'all, just know I'm gonna do it because I'm brave, but it's not my it's not my thing. I'm surprised you were even brave to do it. I know, cause y'all know I hate heights. Simple Six Flags, Chicago do roller coasters. Literally died on the raging bull. Well, that's nice. Thank you for the update for your trip. That's really nice, cause you didn't even give me all those personal those details. I, mean, I didn't know you did all, all of those girl, things. Yeah, I, nice. I wanted to save it for the pod so I could hear your genuine reaction <laughs> to almost losing me. Well, you're here. We thank God that you're here. Don't act like you don't love me. Anyway, guys, um, so you know how we like to start. I mean, how do we like to start? <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me serve you the silence. You just served me. Anyway, we like to start with topics. All right, so a really sad thing happened in Miami. A residential building partially collapsed in Surfside. Surfside, Florida, yesterday. At least 159 people remain missing. Oh, Jesus. At least four people are dead. Um, this is this is crazy. The Federal Emergency and Management Agency, FEMA, has approved the emergency declaration from the state of Florida for this um, collapse of the building. So they're still searching for people. Um, they did say that, you know, emergency officials are also asking people to call a certain number. Um, if they have relatives who are un- unaccounted for, mm. um, 159 people are still missing. And the cause of the collapse is still collapse is still unknown. Well, the the, uh, the, um, the latest news that I did hear, like on the way here, is that they said the building had actually is sinking. Mm. Like it's been sinking for some years. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- all I know is that those people are going to get money because... To to see the way that that building collapsed, yeah. um, I don't know if you've had the chance to see the video of it. It is 
terrifying. It's really like, you know, please God save as many people as possible because it just it literally was like the half of the building just sunk into each other like a deck of cars, like a Jenga thing falling. That's so scary. Just imagine you in your living room watching TV, cooking, and, doing whatever, and it's just like and boom. your building just collapsed. Like that's literally what happened, which is like it raises my anxiety to another level. But yeah. it is so sad to think that all those people are like buried under stuff. Like they've been searching for these people since Thursday morning. Yeah. And um, they said there's um, more than 2,500 rescue personnel on the scene who are helping out to look for people. And I'm quite sure that it is more than 159 people that are missing, yeah. you know, because I'm sure those are just like just the restant, you know, that they have. But, you know, kids, family members, friends that's visiting. On the news, one of the actual newscasters who was covering the story, um, he, he knew one of the women, because I guess he's like a resident of Florida as well. And he was like, um, I'm actually close with three three grandmothers um they're like mm. good friends he's like one of them is like his grandmother like they're like known older women in the community he says so they were all together like three best friends um going to some art museum and they just so happened to be coming back to get a little bit of food when the building collapsed and all three of those grandmothers are missing and um it, it's it's a horrible 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 thing i'm surprised it's not being covered as much, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe on the like actual TV. I mean, I believe it was on CNN. Yeah, I did. You know, see it. so and again, you know, I guess it's also you know, it's not necessarily like a full on national yeah. thing. Um, but you know, they're trying their best to find the people. They have rescue teams, mobile incident management units, drones. Um, they're mapping out um, different research and uh, rescue efforts. It's just, it's yeah. quite, it's quite unfortunate. It's just, it's quite unfortunate. I know there's I, some industrial engineers. On yeah, the scene definitely. I just, you know, because you know, with situations like that, if the, the more days that go, goes by, it's the more people that's going to be dead. Yeah. You know, because just be, imagine being trapped under a building. It's yeah. very little to no oxygen. Yeah. You know, you're just inhaling all the dust, the, the, everything. The I just cannot imagine. So, Prayers um, out to them. I do hope that um, they're able to rescue these people and just figure this thing out ASAP. Same. So we are sending our prayers and love. Um, And we will continue to send prayers and love to this next person as well. So let's talk about um, Britney Spears and this conservatorship. I believe in February, I kind of came on here and talked about the documentary that I watched on Hulu that New York Times did called Free mm-hmm. Britney. Um, just to refresh everybody's memory, what's kind of going on is that Britney Spears is under a conservatorship, which is essentially when they deem you um, unable to handle your affairs, be it you're underage or um, you have some sort of mental incapacity, somebody else is in charge of all of your affairs. So Britney Spears following her quote-unquote mental breakdown in 2008 has been under a conservatorship by her father. Um, so that's a long time. That's a long time. This week she, um, was, was the beginning of those trials and she did have, uh, open a public hearing cause she wanted this one to be public. And in this public hearing, um, she spoke about how she has been miserable every single day of her life. Um, she has been pretending to be okay. She says that her father has been drugging her and forcing her to have an IUD, um, that she wants to have more children. She wants to get married, but they don't want her to have any kids. They want her to kind of be a workhorse. She says that they force her to be in meetings from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. every single day. 
otherwise they won't let her see her kids or her boyfriend. Um, it's it's just it's a lot of things that going on. That is crazy. It is a lot. What in the world? You know how they treat. And I notice this is really like more common with you know white young celebrities. Oh yeah, you know, and their family when they have their mom, parents, family members as their manager, like they tend because Lizzie Lohan she also went through some crazy stuff with well, her mom, her yeah. parents being you know in control of mm-hmm. her, you know, estates and all that. Kind Macaulay of stuff. Culkin got emancipated as a as a kid. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is just quite crazy. The fact that they're all, you know it's one thing if like okay we're being in charge of her estates and what she owns, but even just to be in charge of her body. It's, it's IUD, excuse me? An IUD is a lot. And, and for anybody who maybe doesn't understand, an IUD is a form of birth control. And it's a form that is inserted um, into your, what is it, your uterus? Um, into the vaginal canal, wherever yeah. it is. Not so, um, so an IUD is like inserted in that way. And of all of the birth controls, that one tends to have a, one of the most side effects. Um, and I just think that's like horrible. Like she really wants to have kids. She wants to have a family. She wants to move on with her life. And it's like, damn, y'all won't even let her have kids. She's a grown woman that can afford to have kids. Um, I'm still trying to see this mental, like, is she, is she, is it that she's just so mentally not there that she cannot afford to take care of herself at all? I think if she's that together that she can have a residency at Vegas, she is together enough to, 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 to okay. decide if she wants to be on birth control. Well, I hope everything goes in her favor and that she could finally have peace of mind and control of her own estate, her money, um, and start continue to, you know, start and grow her family. Yeah, it just is really crazy. Like, it does make me think, um, you know, chasing or aspiring to be, um, you know, rich. It just, it really kind of shows you how money changes family dynamics. Oh, yeah. So, so much. Like, I would never... I could never imagine being forced into something like that. From by my your parents, own parents. By my own parents. Really? That is... That's a whole nother level of greed. Yeah. Of greed, selfishness. That is just such a disgusting... That is such a disgusting personality to have. Just it's, for money? Come on now. It just, yeah. It doesn't read well, but... Again, free Britney... You yeah. know, we love you, Brittany. Right, this is definitely the right one to say free Brittany. Free Brittany. She needs to be free, boy. Okay, so uh, Mary J. Blanche, her documentary, it released, it came out yesterday on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we talked about this a few years ago, and it just basically um, showed her career that spans three decades, nine Grammy wins, and an Oscar nomination. Um, and the documentary is called Mary J. Blanche, My Life's Documentary. It's free online on Amazon, so I've not watched it yet, but I definitely will watch it. I'm quite curious, um, you know, because you don't really see much about Mary J. Blair. Like she's one of those artists that's low key, which I like about. Like she's relevant as hell, but she's also low key. I was listening to her interview with The Breakfast Club, and she did speak a lot about how for a long time she didn't trust anyone in the industry. I bet. Um, so it really made her secluded. She was like, it's moments where I snapped on like interviewers and stuff. She's like, I'm sure I had a reputation for like being a bitch in this industry because mm-hmm. I just, I was so young and I didn't mm-hmm. trust anybody. Like we were still in the hood. That's something that we That's forget true. about a lot of these early acts, mm-hmm. even these acts today. Like a lot of these people get a song, but that don't mean they're immediately in Hidden Hills, California. Like right. they be in the hood still. And, and the, all the people who knew them before, who didn't like them before, yeah. They definitely don't like them now. Yeah. So she just was talking about all that trauma. And it is nice to hear from Mary in a different light. Definitely. Definitely. Especially seeing her now and her acting and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing. I hope it talks about her current, like, 
status life right now, what she's doing. You know, because she's not married anymore. She's divorced. Right. And she doesn't have any biological kids of her own. Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, true. she doesn't. Like, she had, you know, stepkids from her marriage, but she does have... Um, her stepdaughter is actually on um, Growing Up Hip Hop. Oh, for real? Yeah, Growing Up Hip Hop. Is it LA? The first one. Yeah. Atlanta? No. Was, Atlanta was... Oh, it was, no, Atlanta. Atlanta was like the second one. Yeah, LA. Atlanta. Yeah, LA. Um, the guy's daughter... Her ex-husband's daughter is on the show. Oh. Yeah. And I think she spoke She spoke well of Mary J. Blige. Um, but I just wonder how she's doing. You know, what's going on with her life? Is she going to release any new music anytime soon? She said she was. And, I, and you know, she's definitely still the star on Power. You know, she's Monet. Oh, yeah. Hada. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that she's doing a lot of great and amazing things. So, we love Mary. Um, aside from that, also, there was a new trailer that came out on Netflix called The Harder They Fall. Um, and it looks kind of like a black western in a way. It stars Regina King, Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield. Um, what's this girl's name? Um, the one who's on Atlanta. What's her name? Busy? I'll be forgetting her name. Um, but yeah, it's just a really star-studded black cast. It looks so interesting. Okay. And I just I love when black people jump into different genres of film, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of like play with yeah. those genres to conform to our culture. Yeah. So I'm excited. I really, you know, I love Regina King, especially as she's getting into this directorial role. Yeah. Did you watch the the movie on Netflix by, uh, well, with um, Idris Elba, like the Black Cowboy? Oh, like yeah, that. I watched it. It was long. It was, it was long. It was, it was decent. It was decent. It was nice to see that, you know, they're actually still current black cowboys and yeah. cowgirls. Especially in Philly. You would never expect you know, Philly of all places. Yeah, like they said in Baltimore, too. Like, they're currently still mm-hmm. there. You know, it's you know it's poor and everything because, you know, they don't have the resources. Because taking care of a horse is quite expensive. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but it's just, you know, back to the topic was that it's just good to see, you know, we typically see hood and this and gangsters whatever but like we all versatile human beings you know we we do have history and all this other aspects you know what I mean Um, but yeah so yes moving on moving forward okay so let's (laughs) it's so funny because we just talked about this but it's happening again you guys so Father's Day just passed and our buddy boy Nick Cannon has announced that he's going to be a father again with his seventh child this time so four kids in one year isn't it like four kids in a year five five in a year i believe so because i think all of them is four is four this yeah. is the fourth one this mm-hmm. year what about the other um you got the twins with mariah no i'm saying four kids in one year no i'm saying so i'm like okay he got those and then i thought everybody else was this year no, he, he got has, two he sets of a, twins two sets of twins he has another set of twins with somebody else this? I thought it was one set of twins. Mm-mm. I think God. Uh, no, it's just that there were two women that had kids back to back. I thought he has a, another set of twins. Are you kidding me? He does have another set of twins that happened this year. Oh, you said in general. I thought you were saying he had two set of twins this year. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, 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 yes. So he yes, had yes. another set of twins and then those other two women. So yeah, it's so it's like, four kids this year. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And then he had the other one the year before with Jessica, the model girl. Yeah, Brittany Bell. Yeah. Why? So so there's a lot of stuff going around, right? So there is a underground, somewhat dark rumor that Nick is having all of these kids because, you know, he has lupus and he's not sure how long he has to live or whatever. I mean, he did do the interview. Um, It's a podcast. And he mentioned that um, the doctor did say that... um, 
whatever disease that he does have, that he's not going to live as long as the reg- a regular person. And he says, uh, he even said, like, I know that I'm going to die soon. It's like, why are you speaking such negativity? He says sooner than most people. The way he's talking is like, he's going to die in the next five years or some shit. So, like, you know, then he jokingly said, why not spread my seed and have kids with multiple women? You know, and it's, it's quite ridiculous. So, it's like, even if you're going to die sooner, whether that's in a 5, 10, 20, whenever that is, it still does not justify having multiple kids that sure would end don't. up fatherless. being fatherless. Like, it makes no sense to me. For me, I'm just like, what is the agreement that he has with this woman? Because it has to be an agreement. It is yeah. obviously an agreement. Because obviously, you know, it's each time one lady's pregnant, the maternity shoot, like he's involved in all the maternity shoots. Yeah. And it's all always in the media. You and know? it's no drama. The women aren't like, oh, Nick, you dirty dog. Wow, wow, wow. Like, it just. I mean, seems- yeah, no one has come out to like complain. Right. So. So it has to be some type of agreement, like, okay, you know, you're going to have my baby. I think you're cute. You're fine. You got your stuff, you know, together enough for, for me to have a baby with you. And obviously, they want to have a baby with him because that's, that's the meal ticket right there. Hell yeah, especially. It's, a, it's, it's straight it's straight up meal ticket deal. That's really what it is. I just think it's highly irresponsible. And we got to stop acting like just because men have money, that means that they can have as many children in the world as they want. The the, the quality of life is just not going to be the same. Yeah, and I think it's also res- irresponsible on you know on the side of the woman, too. The women who are agreeing to do this, it's yes. very irresponsible yes. of them. You know, whether it's your first child or not. But it's like, you know, this man has multiple kids. What is... Th- what is the purpose? If I was Mariah, I would definitely have a conversation with Nick. Like, if I was Mariah, me as Mariah yeah. Carey, like, I'm Mariah I'm fucking Carey. You. you cannot be giving all your wilding out girls access to being my children's siblings. Oh, is this a plan? Is this maybe this is set up for a reality TV show? Because these people, they be setting up their lives for to have No, a they good really show. do, though. So maybe, you know, maybe maybe after this kid, hopefully this is the last one. I hope this is the last one. I hope he ain't trying to be like Flavor Flav. Because Flavor Flav got about like 10, 15 kids. This is disgusting to me. So I'm really hoping that it's not like, okay, after this, you know, the 10th kid, we're going to have our own reality TV shows. And we see him juggling, you know, going state to state, you know, house to house. And he's talking about, oh, I'm a, I'm a good father. I'm going to be there for my child. I'm trying to do all that I can do. And I'm spitting myself in half. But it's like, who forced you? You know? So I, I can already see being like that. I feel like, yeah, I just feel like Nick is promising a lifestyle and i think that once these women become actual mothers to their children Mm -hmm. um they will realize the life that they signed up for yeah we'll see because i think that money doesn't fix some of that feeling that you get as a as a woman and as a mother seeing your the father of your children interact with your child and you know, yeah. being there. For money your, can't buy everything. Money can't buy some of those experiences, that yeah. support. No, like no matter how much Gucci you put on your child or how much, you know, new Apple product, it's, it's, it's just not. It's not, it's not the same. No. So, I mean, shout out to them. I guess they say babies was a blessing, but. I mean, yeah, they're a blessing, but make sure the kids stay blessed in every aspect. Not just financially, but they're a blessing. You got to be a blessing to them too. Period. You know? What's so, next on the list? So let's continue with um, talking about this lifestyle talk. So there was a viral video on Instagram and Twitter this week. Um, and it kind of talks about, is your ex responsible for upkeeping your lifestyle? So I have a little bit of a clip. Let's listen to a little bit what Shorty said. 
get me a Benz before and put me in a loft space and, you know, set my whole life up differently than what it was normally. And I feel like if you brought me to like this level and then we didn't work out, but we're still friends, you know, we don't, we didn't have beef and no one cheated. It was just didn't work out. Um, but I still, ex I, I wasn't going to move from my space because it didn't work out. I wasn't going to give him back my car because I'm not going to downgrade my lifestyle because me and you are no longer together. And I just feel like if you put me in this space and that was under your budget then what's the difference now you know what i mean you were my girlfriend i was you yeah but i just i was I just feel, yeah but i personally feel like no i'm not yeah, moving but see, <laughs> but see what he did was this though he gave you the upgrade but part of that upgrade is because you're with me yeah you understand so so let me just go though so we didn't work out me and you dating you feel me so i'm supposed to keep paying your love and keep paying your bins now i get it you're a true boss if you do that and that's the the vibe we're getting but yeah no, it's just i'm not moving and you're gonna have to how the guy that is the laziest dumbest stuff i've ever heard that is just pure laziness that i hear here's the facts somebody's doing it the fact of the matter is she did not pull that idea from her ass that's the fact of the matter i don't agree with it i think it is very lazy and it's very um demeaning to yourself but i think that there are men out there who ha who can and who will. And if they do that, that's fine and dandy. But the tone in which she's saying it, she's like, I would not move. Like, there's nothing you do. I would not move. Girl, they better evict her ass. Like, what the hell? It's like, even to be able to come up with that type of ideology, to feel like, that You oh. upgraded me, so I can't go back. And that's fine. They upgraded you, and you don't want to do more or go back to your old lifestyle. Okay, then, bitch, look for somebody else that'll maintain that lifestyle for you. That's what or, she should Or, or you get your own bags in whatever way to maintain that lifestyle. Why is it that you're fully... So then I'm like, so well, even in relationship, you didn't have a job or what? Were you a house girlfriend? Yeah. She was a house girlfriend. She's saying, she's saying that we didn't end with any static, so you should... Well, maintain my lifestyle well you should have done any and everything to keep that motherfucker with you that's how i feel she like if you know that, that your life is that dependent on a man yeah then baby you Keep need to it. you need to do everything in your power to stay with that to man. stay with that period whether he cheats on you he do whatever like you better stay with him because you want you want that she, somebody she wants the bands she wants the loft you know what i mean let me play devil's advocate real quick okay. how is this different from the logic that some people have about being married to somebody, right? So say you were married mm -hmm. and y'all broke up, no kids, no nothing. Like y'all was married, you married a rich man, you was with him. Let's say maybe after four years, y'all broke up. Yeah. But that was your lifestyle. Yeah. Typically in the court of law, he would have to maintain your lifestyle. Yeah. What's the difference? I mean, I guess the union is the difference. Is you know, when you're married, it's like you're I mean, depending on what type of, um, what's it called, the thing that you sign. What's it called? Prenup. Prenup. Depending on what type of prenup agreement that you have. But typically when you're married, your bills are together, your debt becomes your debt becomes one, your taxes are filed together, you know what I'm saying? So you are seen as one entity. You are seen as one. So whatever lifestyle that is carried as hat that you have in that household, it makes sense for you to want to keep that, you know, that lifestyle. And, you know, and the whole no kids thing, I feel like it also depends on how long they're married for. And many people may not have kids for different reasons. You know, what mm -hmm. if she just couldn't have kids biologically? You know what I mean? Right. So I wouldn't say, oh, because she doesn't, she didn't have kids. So she does not deserve to still um, maintain a certain lifestyle. But I just think marriage is just, you know, it's just besides the union and spiritual aspect of it, but just the legal aspect of it is way higher than right. the girlfriend. Cause, well, because then let's say, because, you know, there's some states that acknowledge common law. Yeah. 
So it's like if I'm in a state that acknowledges common law, because you know, there's a lot of people who've been together forever yeah. that aren't married per se. Mm-hmm. So it's like at what point? Because this girl in this video, she never honestly told us how long she was yeah. with this guy or whatever. So like, is there a space where what she is saying becomes valid? Like, I, is there a like I've been with this nigga for ten years, so boom, pow, pow, it, he gone. I mean, hey, that's why they say you. For me, you cannot fully rely on anybody. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Even if you're a housewife, house girlfriend, whatever it is, make sure in one way or the other you have your own bag, you have your own money, you have your own income, your own security. And even even if he's giving you money, save some of that money. Yeah. What if he dies? Right. What would be the argument? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what would be the argument? Who are you going to be arguing with? The dead yeah. body? Like, oh, you still supposed to help me, you know, <laughs> contain this lifestyle? How dare you die? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So no, I, I get it. it. You know, it is like, you know, how can you? It's, it depends on whatever their agreement is. You can't force anybody to do anything you don't want to do. You just cannot. You know, it's his money. Yeah, if he decides he's so kind enough and so rich enough, he still wants to help you out, fine. But if it's like, you know, we divorced. You know, because even with this, like, Dr. Dre and his wife situation, mm-hmm. after a while, it did like the wife is doing too much, mm-hmm. you know. In certain situations, the women, do, they do a lot. They do too much. It's like, you know, I understand, you know, especially if the man is a breadwinner and he might have worked a lot, whatever, I understand where it's like, you don't want to let you give up all your income, which makes sense, you know. But you got to have your own security. I'm sorry. Because that's the thing. I think that's the conversation, right? Like, we hear so much that this is a big thing about, you know, men... I think a lot of men have this inherent fear that women are using them for whatever money they do or don't have. And I think that the real conversation is like, to what degree of partnership and loyalty does it become like when we are apart because of whatever we shared in this relationship, Mm -hmm. you owe this to me. Yeah. Cause I think that's what she was saying. Like I said, she definitely sounded like a bird on the internet. I don't want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to like, like I support it, but we don't know the facts. Like, I really don't know. What if it was like, she was with this dude. And but I feel like the fact is in the, her tone and her body language. We don't know and that. No, to me, the fact is in her tone, her body language, the words she, the, the specific words she uses. Cause she's like, well, I mean, you helped me, man. You helped me, you know, get to this lifestyle. You'd want who lifts me up to get this bands, to get this, whatever. She never really said, you know, we were together and we did so much together. We love each other. She didn't use any of those loving certain verbs, certain terms. So he's like, okay. The only thing she did say like, oh yeah, you know, we had no beef, you know, it's not like we're in bad terms, but it wasn't nothing to really define the loving aspect of the relationship where it's like, okay, you know, there was a partnership. I'm just saying, to me, from what I got from it, you also have to people's, you know, by language, there's certain words that they use to describe certain things, you know what I'm saying? I get it, but I'm saying like, I, I get that. Yeah, she definitely sounded like, I'm just this, saying to me, this is where it, we was it, at. It don't sound, it, it's more of like. Well, you should do this for me because this is where I'm, this is where you put me. You should keep me here because of this. Period. That's the that's how I got it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's how I got it. And even when people are trying to tell, like, well, you know, even if he's rich enough, he if he decides to do that, fine. But you're not fucking him anymore. You know, in right. his life, emotionally, mentally, not, spiritually anymore. You yep. know what I mean? She didn't even make it seem like, oh yeah, but we're still friends. Yeah, we cool. We ain't fighting, but are y'all still friends? Are y'all still, you know what I mean? Are y'all business partners? Because I guess, like, look, that's that's kind of how Amber Rose tried to carry it. If y'all remember, Amber, one of Amber's famous like lines mm-hmm. was that, I don't care what happens between me and Kanye, I'm not going back to Philly. You know okay. what I'm saying? That was her mentality. Of course, Amber Rose kind of carried it a little different. You know, she ended up kind of finding her own path. Woo, woo, woo. But I do think there is something to be said about these. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. There is something to be said about 
these women who come from nowhere, who these men do bring into this lifestyle, mm-hmm. and then abandon in it. Yeah. Like, I, I, there, there is a certain something in that. Totally. I totally get it, which is why, again, you have to have your own security. Human beings will be human beings. You oh, no, sure. no matter how deep the love is at a certain moment, you know, you just have to, especially you know you come from nowhere, and who wants to go back to that? Exactly. I mean, even the level I am now, you know, when one increases and become rich, I don't want to come back to this. Right. Like, what? Right. You know what I mean? So you have to, like, secure yourself in everywhere and the other. Like, if you were smart, you would have said that, start a business for me. If she was shop. Yeah, no, the girl clearly thought She's that because she was racially ambiguous that she was going <laughs> to get... No, for real, you could tell that that's her mindset. I'm racially ambiguous. I'm a little thick. Why Hell wouldn't no. you? I got the BBL. Yeah, why wouldn't you pay for me? But, I, I you know, I'm trying to also look out the for the hoes side. in the hood. You know what I'm saying? If you hoes in the hood who... They was in the hood, and then so-and-so brought them out the hood, and they was gallivanting, and you yeah. was fucking me, and you was doing all this stuff yeah. with me, and yeah. now, because what? Because you ready to do this with somebody else, now you're going to send me back to the hood, Well, bro? hoes, you better be, be smart. Y'all got to be sharp. But it's Start like, selling, everyone, sell, sell eyelashes, sell, you know what I mean? People, it's, it's easy to sell things now. You but she's saying, don't disrupt my poverty. I get it. <laughs> Don't disrupt my poverty. How are you going to take me from poverty? Oh, don't take her back to poverty. Don't disrupt like, her, her yeah, wealth. Yeah, no, she this. was comfortable. Look, if I'm oh. already living this life, I'm living this life jejeli. True, she's staying like, in her lane. I'm, I'm in my lane. Don't now expose me. Because now you're trying to demean me. Now you well. saying I give it and I take it away like you got. Well, God, well, girl, sorry. So I feel her, but I'm not her. Never that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a good point. You did bring up some good points. Sure. You know, I have to talk for the other side. The other side. Let's talk about Chloe. Chloe Bailey. You know, we talk about her and her little. You know, we like her. I like her, you know. But anyway, um, she was trending, you know, and people were critiquing her performance during the Soul of a Nation special, which was meant to educate and celebrate Juneteenth, which recently passed past and she did her own um her, the song she sang was nina simone's feeling good so mm-hmm. we all know birds in the sky how does it go <laughs> you know how i feel no go ahead you got it <laughs> i don't know that's a lot no but it's like it ain't nothing sexual about the song it's a new day it's a new dawn it's a new life i like she her performance, she made it really sexual. It definitely the dance, went like The dances, it was like she was on the floor rolling and just doing striptease moves. You know, I could even pass the outfit and not even look too much at the outfit, mm-hmm. you know. But for Soul of a Nation, for Juneteenth, yes, this was not the assignment. This is what makes me sick about Chloe. I'm going to tell y'all, I, if you're going to be a confident hoe, that's what makes me sick about Chloe. Because mm-hmm. Chloe purposely does these sexual things, then goes to cry and be like, the world is teasing me for my body. No, we are not. We are saying that you went to go flip it, work it, berserk it, for a Nina Simone song about the liberation of black people. This is this was not the moment for you to ah, ooh, hump, sashay. It wasn't the moment. I'm for just me. like the lyrics don't got nothing to do with this. Like it's never one of and then one thing that you know, you, you could switch up interpret songs how you want to interpret the song. But just for the occasion. It didn't fit the occasion. We're talking about black pop. We're talking we about ABC. Juicy. We're talking about ABC. We're talking about freedom. You know, and people are saying, Yes, you're talented. Let her be. She ate it up. Yes, she's talented. She could dance. She could sing. No one denied that. Okay? But, again, someone commented, sis, read the room. 
Read, read the, the room. room. That's all we. That's my thing. I be so tired of us as people excusing bad behavior. Nonsense. It really is like y'all really got to stop excusing bad behavior under the guise of freedom and policing black bodies or whatever bullshit. At the end of the day, because we are black, does that now mean we do not have to respect social guidelines and norms? Exactly. Like on some real shit. Like let's really talk about it. Uh, because we are black, are we saying that? Oh, I was I'm black and I was repressed. I like the shit that I hate people say is that we are subscribing to the white European thing. Because that pisses me off because what you're saying is that as African people we don't have cooth. Yeah. Like as African people we don't have a social standard and an etiquette standard. No like, etiquette. Like we just be running around freely and they be like, ah, balls out, ass out, titties out. Because we black. That's what we was doing in the jungles before they liberated before they snatched that, that's, us that's, up. That's all that's part of our culture. And it's like, no, bro, like is in fact there's so much um strictness and so much order that comes in African culture. You get what yeah. I'm saying? And, and I think that that's the that's the irony sometimes. I'm like it's not about policing the body, it's about just understanding where you are and how you should present yourself. It's just like if you go to a wedding and and you you wearing a swimsuit to a wedding People look at you like, why are you wearing this to a wedding? Whether you got the most banging body or not. Exactly. It's like, this is not, this not is, that. This, this is not the occasion for this it. This is not the moment. She did come back to do a Good Morning America saw, performance that was. Which was better. You know, that was too risque a little bit, but. It also makes me think, like, damn, do you feel like your sister was holding you back? Because when you was with Holly, you was not behaving like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I doing. Towards this year, she started showing out more during the performances. Like, yeah. she's one that will bend it and pick it back up and drop it like it's hot, you she know? Just, she wants us to see she's sexy. I, and I'm I'm the older sexy sister. I'm the thicker I, one. We get it, 22. <laughs> now, I see you, 22. We Ain't was, nothing wrong being sexy, the, but yeah. you at the right time, the right moment. Let it be, let it be, be fitting. We Come was 22 on once. I remember that. Now, to me, it's looking thirsty. It's, it's that... She just now realizing she's sexy. That's all it is. It's like she's honestly having an awakening where it's like, oh, my body does attract Maybe men. Maybe she wants to be like, oh, I'm the star. I'm the one. No, I, th- I think she really is just realizing that she's sexy. And now more so what that sex appeal can do for her. Girl, I'm sure a lot of rappers, basketball players are on your DMs, okay? Yeah. I'm sure a lot of them are on your DMs. You could chill out. You know, she you need to just- get back with Diggy. She won't be having like that. She was a diggy? Oh, in real life? In real life, there, yeah. Oh, that's cute. That was her boo know? for real. Yeah, I think, you know, she's a great artist. She's very talented. Just keep it going. You know, do it. Make, let it make sense. You said sure. no hands on the knees doing thought shit? Uh-uh. No way we are talking about Son of a Nation. When they decide to give her Juneteenth as a holiday, this is how you want to celebrate it. Come on. <laughs> I also annoyed, like, what? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Erica, ever since you became a mom, you be judging. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll be on the low, like, come on. I'll be, be talking like my mom. You be <laughs> judging people now. Yeah. Nah, nah, I don't judge nah, people. Nah, but for like, come on. She like, did come too on. Much. She did too much. So let's talk about, speaking of Juneteenth and freedom and all of those things, let's actually talk about a little bit of... Um, history going on right now. So Derek Chauvin, the officer who um, was found guilty of murdering George Floyd, was sentenced to 22 and a half years Mm. today. Um, But social media is kind of split about that. Some people feel like, finally, we have some historic justice justice being made. And some people feel like that is not enough. Um, It's not an adequate enough sentence. So there is a lot of emotion around it. Yeah. Um, How do you feel about it, Erica? I feel like, you know... It's one of the few cases where you do see, you know, 
someone who's guilty, especially with all this police brutality, this situation, yeah. that, you know, oh, the the police, you know, the he is being sentenced. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, they didn't give him, like, probation or, you know, um, suspension with still pay or whatever they normally right. do. Um, so it's like, okay, cool. But it's still like, he's supposed to get life. You know, I was seeing on Tina, 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 Tina knows she was saying her godson got 20 years for having two ounces of weed, mm-hmm. two ounces of weed. Yep. And this man took a life. He took a life. And, you know, during um, the trial, they had the daughter, you know, talk about how much she misses her dad, mm-hmm. a young girl losing her dad in such public you know, tragedy. Really, just it's such a tragedy, a sad moment, and just twenty two years. And now I'm thinking, like, okay, can he get parole? How soon can he get parole? Because those are other things that being sentenced, mm-hmm. it would be like, oh yeah, you sentenced twenty two years, but after like you know five to ten years, you can get parole. Yeah, you're eligible so, for parole. Exactly. After so like you're not 10 years. serving your full sentence, or you be let go on good behavior, mm-hmm. or because it's a police officer, there may be some extra you know underground special treatment he that might we don't know about in a special jail, not exactly. even a real jail that we don't know about. He may be released that we you know sooner than we even think. So it's like 22 years and he took a man's life in this manner with all the evidence, everything that was saw. It's just like, I don't know, man. I want us to start accepting our, our small wins mm-hmm. as a culture because I'm noticing um, something that, that we are doing in, within our culture that is starting to backfire on us is that we are so loud with our rejection, with our rebuttal of things that we clown and we drown out the noise of um, any positivity, right? Okay. Because at the end of the day, let's call a spade a spade. If anybody was expecting this man to get life, you were disappointing yourself. You get what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is for who he is, what he is, and what he did, this is historic. Yes. But it's also quite unfortunate that we have to settle. Because, it's unfortunate because, because that's what it is it's like, It is a settle You know it's like Yeah but it's like it's You're saying like You know and I get what you're, you're saying yeah. You're absolutely right But it's You know as a, as a As a people We have to settle Because well this is the most They could give us So you better be happy That they're giving us This little shit And that's what we've been getting For all these years I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest And I know this is gonna sound fucked up But when 22 and a half years I think because of the moment And what it meant to us As black people We expected more But if it was anybody else On trial That is what I feel like they would get you get what i'm saying for like that type of crime because technically they counted it as manslaughter Mm -hmm. and all of the semantics of that they would get that amount of time maybe 30 maybe 30 i'm not really into law so i don't know that much i I think maybe because he's a police officer and they do treat police officers differently but again if they could send someone manslaughter compared to drugs i mean we know we do know like you know how they do drug sentences is quite brutal okay but again, we're saying two ounces of weed is given twenty years. Manslaughter, which is way higher, should be given fifty years. But I'm saying, but that so two ounces do, of weed is not the standard. That is an overkill. So let's take that away. So, yeah, you know and what that's I'm what tends to happen a lot. We know that is the justice. That we know, that's what I'm saying. It's like let's not beat the dead horse so so loud that we just forget what's going on. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we all know what it is being black in this country. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying to settle, but I'm saying that. If we do not learn to, like, take and build from what we have, then we will never be able to get it, right? Like, if we can't say, hmm, all right, 22 years. Now, the next time we have a police brutality case of this magnitude, we know that this is the standard. 
But the thing is that we don't want a next time. It's obviously going to be some next time. I mean, there's already been, you know, like, obviously. Unfortunately, we don't want a next time, but we know that the way that police brutality operates is is heavily, it's a heavy chance that this is that. But I now want this to be the standard and the precedent. Right, we can't act like this isn't something. Let this be the standard of the precedent that we now know that police who murder people should not get less than twenty two years. I get it. You know, I, I hear you. I get it. I agree. You know, I'm I just, mean, it's, in it's general, unfair. It's we just, all know that the system is unfair. Yeah. But I feel like it's like it's just starting to become so. All the rejection is becoming so loud that we can't even we can't even have moments to come together and push forward. You get? What I'm, I feel that way about like the Biden. Harris administration. It's like, damn, G, y'all, they barely been in office for like six months. It's, where they gonna do that? Where's the black reparation bill? Where did this that? And I'm not saying don't demand for it, but mm-hmm. I'm also saying like, there's ways to demand for it without it just always sounding like, because at, at a certain point, it's gonna sound like we just complaining as black people. Yeah. There's no organization behind it. We don't be mobilizing. We just be on social media bitching. <sighs> and it's like, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of just people being on social media just saying, this is how I feel. This is what we're going to do. This is not fair. But don't nobody do anything. Nobody, you know, nobody organizes with their own people. Nobody avoids the bullshit. People, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it just can't be plus or minus. We can't say like, oh, I don't, fuck this. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to sell fucking lashes and shea butter and shit. But then nobody wants to be in the judicial system to make this shit better. So it's like, this is the judicial system. Either y'all going to join it. And, and help make it better and help improve it or you gonna accept it and keep it going but it's like i can't take no more of just a social media conversation without any action yeah you it. know we definitely do need more people you know and more of our people with the right mind because you know we do have some of our people there you know in politics and the senate you know house of representatives and all that but they don't have the right mind okay so we definitely do need more of our people with the right mind in positions of leaderships and you know we just need to keep fighting because we also do know that they don't give us these positions and it's harder for us to get these positions. We just need to keep fighting as a whole. And as you said, it shouldn't just die on social media. Yeah. It shouldn't just be a complaint. But we need to put actions behind our words. And, um, you know, I'm happy that he got sentenced. You know, when I said, I'm like, yes, you know, till I sat down to think about it, like, okay, well, people do get more, you know. But I'm happy that, you know, he didn't go scot-free. Yeah, and and lastly, I feel like we also should not dismiss the work that his black this black lawyer who has been working with this family for over a year has done. Because even for him, that is just monumental for him as well. Because we have not seen it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 to come from from an era where we watch George Zimmerman go away for shooting this little boy. We yeah. watched Amber Riley murder Balton Jean in his yeah. own apartment and get five to ten years yeah. with yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think that 22 and a half years is a step forward. It is. It is. And it is. we got to take a step forward and keep moving and not yeah. just be so discouraged immediately. Yeah, and his name will live forever. You know, Judge Floyd, his name will live forever. It really will. Um, speaking of white people, uh, so <laughs> black creators, um, the black creators, black um, TikTok dancers, they call out a strike, a strike out on creative exploitation. The idea behind the movement movement is that black artists on the platform create a disproportionate amount of content and culture, much of which is repackaged and monetized by popular white creators and culture at large. What do you think about that? I'd say you go TikTokers um, because I think it's it's about time that, especially these black kids that are really on TikTok doing this, it's about time they get some respect um because too often we've seen games like Fortnite. we see you know 
these companies adopt these slogans, adopt these dances, do these things to promote their business. Yeah. And these, I can't imagine being a kid that sat at home and just created a dance, and now I see that shit everywhere, and I get nothing. Ooh, that would be painful. And, and then it's like I don't have the amount of following, the amount of likes. Yeah. You know, I don't get, like, the deals, the promotions, the sponsors from it, but everyone else does. And, and yeah, and this also brings re brings up a conversation about all of these social media sites being inherently racist in the algorithm because um, just naturally in the algorithm they will populate white people over black. They do. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. You know, and now I'm like more on TikTok. You know, and I try to post my hair stuff, and it's like, okay. Yeah, I don't have that much following yet. You know, but I, you know, with TikTok, there's so many weird pages on TikTok. TikTok is also like a weird platform. People do live TikToks and stuff. Which oh, I, there's such. Which thing. I did not know that oh. there are live, you know, there are live TikToks of people doing the ASMR, whatever it's oh. called. It's just live weird things. And I'm just like, I be looking, I post stuff on my TikTok. I'm like, oh, you got one view? Damn. And like stuff, mine is like black hair, you know what I mean? But when I look up other um, hashtags, like white stuff, that is, it's nothing special, G. So much more views. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, how? Because it, there, it's like, even just go on your explore page, like you really have to purposely yeah. seek black shit for your algorithm to go that way. Yeah. But it will automatically populate white content creators. Definitely. And that's how they just get famous. Even, um, it wasn't on the list, but I did kind of want to talk about this new podcast deal for this girl called, um, what's the name of their podcast? It's like, um, fuck your daddy or some shit like that. That's the name. Fuck of, your daddy. It's a really raunchy podcast. It's like a sex podcast. Who's your daddy? That's what it's called. Who's oh your daddy? God, but it's a fuck your. But daddy. it's a sex podcast. So that's what made me think. Fuck <laughs> your daddy. Anyway, because it's like it's like a really raunchy podcast, uh-huh. and they just signed a Spotify deal for sixty million dollars. Right now, mind you, six. Wait, rewind. Yes, Spotify sixty mil. This white girl that talks about sex. How? That's it. All yeah. she does is talk about sex. But how though? Like because she's white, and mind you, she's only been podcasting for two years. And here's some more tea about it. Actually, the she had a partner who she was podcasting with who did like the first year, but then quit because it was like, bitch, it's not working. The other girl continued for another year. Got um, they are putting all of the podcasts, so the ones with the other girl up until current exclusively on Spotify. That girl don't get shit. But the other girl gets sixty million. No, I need to get some, baby. This is a this is. A I, I'm not. I'm not story. asking for the whole thing. Sure, you're gonna get more because you continue the podcast. You know what I'm saying? But whatever my voice is on, my knowledge, they my intellectual she, she property, my intellectual property. No, my voice. No, because that's part of the entertainment. That's part of the sixty mil. I'm not letting that go. Girl, look, this podcast. This podcast industry is becoming the music industry very quickly. Very quickly. Um. But yeah, again, but the conversation, the reason I bring that up is because I listen to different sex podcasts of for women of color. I listen to mm. Horrible Decisions and mm. I listen to Lip Service. What those have are, you learned? What did you learn? We can talk off air. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I listen to those too. And they're very popular. And, you know, Angela Yee of Breakfast, of Breakfast Club. But she is, got a 60 million deal? No, the hell she does not. You get what I'm saying? So it's just to, it's just to continue to show you how much they will buy into white culture ridiculous just because it's a white person it's just like literally and, and i've heard some of this white podcast because you know when i first started listening to podcasts it definitely was like white podcast mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying 
they don't be that like they don't they be quirky especially, as fuck. especially those sex ones it be like uh so it just be crude what do you don't gonna be do for your boyfriend it, it really don't let's talk about threesomes it's, it don't be entertaining it be it crude be, it yeah. just be like yeah, yeah he like licked my about, ass yeah, cause you know I have to suck those balls that's literally. all it be and I was so drunk and we met at the club and he fingered me and, and I was like, like what I'm so wild <laughs> <laughs> it was a wild girls night like <laughs> kinky yeah. that's exactly how it be it don't be no content like, have you had a black dick like yeah. oh my god It'd a black like, dick girl <laughs> Girl, I was so drunk. Like, <laughs> totally. That's it. Oh, that's God. it. Like that jump, no jumper podcast. All them. Literally. You don't. I fucked Odell. But don't you tell him. Odell is like that. And he likes shit. Yeah. He made me take a picture of me sitting on the toilet. And it's like, obviously, y'all making up some dumb shit too in yeah. the moment. Yeah. It'd be like, it was totally ridiculous. But, mm. yeah. Like, what? Why? Oh jeez! Like you, like it just—it it really is frustrating to see. So I'm really proud of these black TikTokers for taking the stand. Some people said it's not super uniform, though. That maybe it's like the big, big ones that are. Of course, it's not gonna be uniform. Yeah, you know but, that's with everything. You know, not every movement is gonna be uniform. But I do hope. You know, when I saw, I was wondering, like, is it gonna go anywhere in the sense that is it gonna make a difference? Right. Being TikTok, you know, what I'm saying like. What what is the difference that it's going to make? And I, I hope have it seen does. these white TikTokers look foolish trying to create a dance to um thought shit. Okay. Look foolish. Like those videos are hilarious of them trying to like create the dance or co- it it looks crazy. So I don't yeah. Hopefully hopefully this changes something. Hopefully these younger kids, especially these 14, 15 year olds, they're doing what they gotta do. I do hope they get something from it. I hope so too. I really do hope so. I hope this goes somewhere. Okay. Uh, so let's talk a little bit of music. So new music came out. Um, my bitch Doja Cat dropped a new album called Planet Her. You guys know I love Doja Cat. Like I am a Doja Cat stan. The way that I am a Nicki stan. Like Doja is doing it for me. I don't think I've listened to. What's the song called again? It's a it's a new album called Planet oh, Her. Okay, um, and okay. it has singles like Kiss Me More, mm-hmm. um, Need to Know. I love I love all these. And she dropped a new single today with The Weeknd. Oh, wow. I just love everything that Doja does. It's like super pop with hardcore bars. It's just Doja, and then she's giving visuals. She's giving body. She's giving looks. Like I'm sorry, stop playing with my girl. Yeah, I like her. I definitely do like her. I don't pay so much attention to her, um, but I definitely do like her. She makes she's definitely talented. That I would give to her. Um, so Jasmine Sullivan, she dropped a new single. Yes, the mm-hmm. single is called Tragic. Mm-hmm. But um, let's talk about this. But you know what's hilarious? What's really fun is how she um, rolled out this single. So her rollout for this single was she posted a question on Instagram. Um, and it was, what is the craziest thing you've ever done for someone with great sex? I, Before I, we answer, let's let's talk about some of these things people yes, said. Yes, we definitely should, G, because this, it, it took me out. It took me out. Someone said, took money out of my 401k for his rent. Now, if you work, on, uh, you work a job, you know how special that 401k is. You, you keep that shit to buy a house. Child. Okay, what's next? Somebody said they donated plasma to give him money to help pay his rent. 
Oh my God, Jesus. Somebody said gave him kidney when he was on dialysis and on the donor list. She gave a man his kidney over some sex. Girl, someone said slept in his car while he slept inside with his girlfriend. So you know he's inside the house with his girlfriend, so you're sleeping in the car. How dumb. Somebody catered his fiance's birthday party and pretended like he didn't pay for uh, pay her in money and sex. Oh my G. Pay his child support. Pay his child support because the dick was amazing. No, I'm sorry. Gee, somebody said they bro- they contemplated breaking him out of the hospital after the mom 302'd him. And for the 302, for y'all don't know, that means to put you in the psych ward. So she really was from a prison break this nigga out the psych ward. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm sorry. The list just goes on and on. Someone said, had someone they know steal his dog, and then I helped him look for it just so I could be with him. Gee. I mean, I understand, you know, yeah, you could be digmatized, okay? Well, but hold on. Say one, we got to say one that the men did for women, too. Oh, there's that? There's a guy who said he wedged a crowbar in her door, so she think that it was a burglar, and he smashed her for six months as her protector. This nigga pretended to break into her house wow, that's so that desperate. he could save her. And be the protector. That's that, that is so, to be like you know you you let you literally sat down to think about that. That's quite desperate. This man said he had a baby doll. She had a baby doll fetish, so he had a tea party with all the baby ah! dolls. Yikes! Yikes! Wait, someone said smash him in the bed with my mom on the other other side of it. God Asleep. forbid! You slept with a man in the bed that with you and your mom while she was in the bed though. While your mother was in the bed? That's cold. How did that happen? First of all, I don't understand that one, though. Because it's like, where was your mom in a coma? That's cold. That's cold? No, for real. Like, how did he get into the bed and y'all was having sex and your mama was there and nobody was like, ugh. Mm -mm. So you know I'm going to ask you, though. What's the wild, craziest thing I did for some dick? I mean, someone said they had a baby. I'm going to say have a baby. That's that's a cop out. That's a cop out. I had a baby. <laughs> that's a cop out. Ah, but like also like other crazy shit. I mean, I had a baby, baby because of dick. Like no, but what crazy stuff? I think. Nah, man, I don't go crazy for a dick, man. I, I can't lie. I really don't go crazy. Was the out of your own nature? Like, oh, this I'm not did too much for here. Like this is me doing too much. Eh, ah, I would say that was the kindness of my heart. <laughs> but I would say, I mean, just to say something, I would say there's a time I dated this guy and he used to ask me to quick pay him money for lunch on a regular basis. It was becoming too regular. Erica is a so, city girl. So she I had no story. I don't have, so, but, so he'd be like, imagine you quick paying somebody $20, $30, like a couple times a week for lunch. That's trash. <laughs> a man at that. Come on now, that's what kind of shit is that? Now that's some trash ass shit. <laughs> Erica said she can't buy her man lunch. I mean, not if you ain't got no job to him and you ain't trying to get a job. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> she can't feed you. Me better. Nah, for me though. What? What was it? I definitely gave a dude like part of my student refund. Was it a lot of money? Like five hundred. Ooh. Well, you got it back. It took a while, man. I mean, I've borrowed. Okay. It took a while to get that money back. It was like fights. 
I had to do a lot. Actually, okay, okay. I, I called his dad. Does that count as crazy? I called his dad. Because I didn't want to, he, I, you know, it became childish. So I said, let me talk to the adult. Damn, guys are bogus, man. I mean, so when you say that's crazy, thing, for, you know, I'm trying to think like, I mean, was it, it out of the kindness it wasn't, of your heart? It wasn't rooted in sex. So, okay, let me think. If something rooted in sex, first of all, anyway, sex. Well, doesn't. something rooted in sex that you've done that That I've like, done that's like wild because of sex. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just don't be a, like. Man, man, I'll say that for the Patreon. I look, he got, I look, he got a story, but I'm gonna save it for the Patreon. I ain't gonna okay, say it. I ain't gonna say it. Okay, y'all heard that? We got a Patreon coming out. So it you, is coming. Listen, we've been working on content for it. Listen, for a listen, bit. listen. Okay, see, I'm thirsty to hear the tea now. I'm gonna tell y'all later. But yeah, that's pretty wild though. Like people, it's crazy that people would do crazy things because of good sex. That's like y'all be careful who you have sex with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be careful because that shit could drive you crazy. No, for real. Like, real life, scientifically, it it really will literally drive you crazy. Yeah. I I think also you also have to have, like, a sound mind to make sure you're also strong. I mean, because, yeah, one that's had good sex... But for me, any I understand the concept of you being high after sex. Like it's just like yeah, whoa. that oxytocin is real. You like you feel like you're on cloud nine. Like whoa, this I'm, I feel like I'm high. Well, girl, after a couple minutes, I'm awake. I ain't gonna stop. I definitely but, be. I be in love for a good two yeah. minutes. I swear, yeah. and there's no cap for a good two minutes. That's after fine. Sex, I definitely be in love. Like you probably could get a lot from me if you ask me something in that two minutes. Oh, uh, girl, but, that's right. Get up and go to the bathroom real quick. Not get- <laughs> Clean up, clean my mind, clean everything. Come back to my senses. <laughs> if you ask me the right question, I might be like, yeah. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, I'll do anything for you. Sure. That's <laughs> yeah, no problem. But nah, but then I'll be like, bitch. Yeah. Why you do that? Yeah, girl. Mm, I don't No, 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 no. Because if you really get caught up with sex, like sex is something, can be something that really can destroy your life. Right. It really can. You it really can. You know what I mean? So. I'll be careful out there. So, other than that, what other new music are you listening to? Ah, <laughs> you know me, I don't listen to new music, quite frankly. I'm trying to see what's new out there. Do I listen to anything? I'll give y'all a quick Culture 3 review. Culture 3 with Migos was decent. It was much better than you Culture 2. Yeah. Much better than Culture 2. I almost didn't listen to it, but it was much I don't better. I know Quavo saying it's going to be the biggest album of the year. Do you think it's the, biggest, the greatest album? No, it was not. That's nice for him to say, but it was it was good. It was a good It was a good um, showing for the Migos. I think that they needed that because it's kind of like, who have y'all been for the past three, four years? Mm. Um, what other new music did I listen to? Um, that's about all, everything. I finally watched In the Heights. Oh, the Hispanic the show. Hispanic. That's what made me, made it come to memory. No, I'm trying to that deep side was because I don't like being in Hispanic people business. Oh, ha, ha, ha. I don't like being in Hispanic people business. But if I'm being y'all business just a little bit, how was the show? First of all, I thought it was okay musical. You know what I'm saying? It was a musical. It was okay. Um. The whole complaint about the colorism thing, I think that again that was a that was a very loud critique that really messed up a rollout of a movie mm-hmm. because I think that that movie deserved more credit than that. And I will say that the way that they made it seem, they made it seem like it was just no, you ain't see no Afro Latinas in the movie. Okay, and it's like they just weren't principal actors. Ah. Which is like It be like that sometimes And 
not that I'm excusing it, but I feel like the uproar that was made about it was very much like, damn, y'all kind of took away from the movie and it wasn't as, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think it added nor took away from the movie. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it added or took away from the movie whatsoever. Um, and, and I think that it's like there were Afro-Latina people in the movie. And quite frankly, one of the girls to me was the same complexion as Cardi B. But I guess that's the thing. They're saying that they should have been some, you know, main actors that were Afro-Latina representing, you know, since, you know, especially since it was shot in where? Brooklyn or it was New in, York? No, it was in, in, yeah, Washington Heights in wherever, the Bronx. Yeah, wherever it was in New York. And it's like, that's main, that's a big part of, I don't know much about Latina Hispanic culture, you know what I'm saying? But I guess. I, was the show good? Here's what I feel. Was the show good? It was all right. I just think that like, you know. Was it a musical? Cause that's what yeah, it's a musical. It's okay, a musical. I ain't gonna watch it. Um, like the thing show. is like, I feel that this whole who is black thing shifts so much. Yeah. Because, like I said, these these women was the same complexion as Cardi B and Hennessy. And these same people be claiming can, Cardi B and Hennessy is the black representation of Afro-Latina culture. Mm. So I didn't see, you know, I didn't see anybody. It was like one girl to me that was like a white Hispanic. Everybody else to me was like pretty pretty Hispanic you know looking. they just weren't black as hell maybe they wanted a mara negra in there but mm. it was like i didn't you know what i'm saying it wasn't that they whitewashed them the way that they was trying to make Washed. it seem okay 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 yeah it is definitely is a very like confusing line with you know black res- representation oh in hispanic God. latina culture that's what i be telling people if you just Whatever. accept black people for black people we wouldn't be having all these damn conversations yeah uh okay um let's go to our next segment i believe that's all we have for hot topics yeah let's talk about our olodo of the week this week guys so you guys know that we have um been talking about juneteenth Mm -hmm. right so what would you do erica if for work um they gave you chicken and wild chickens and watermelon to celebrate juneteenth Uh, i mean i'm gonna eat it I'm gonna eat the chicken. I ain't gonna lie. I will eat the chicken. You ate the chicken. You ate. The, you gonna eat the fried I chicken? I mean, you know, I also try to think about it. Like, if it's let's say, um, you know, it's Nigerian Independence Day, and my job wants to celebrate it for me, and they bring jollof rice. That's a little different, I think. Because of it? the history and the culture behind it, because black culture is like you know there's slavery involved, you know, and there's the racism discrimination even with our foods, you know, like right. soul food and all of that. The reason why we have soul foods and chitlins and all that is because we weren't allowed to eat like the good proper right. food, you know. So that history behind it is kind of what makes it offensive, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But we've celebrated, it, we we have celebrated it as black food, correct? That is the fine line. So you know what I mean. So I get it when it's like, I guess also the watermelon part too. I think maybe the watermelon part is the thing that's a little bit more like, eh, why are you bring watermelon? Because, you know, there's so many like cartoons and, you know, stuff. Yeah. You know, My- the caricatures with the cartoons with the watermelon, you know, that made it more insulting. We know everyone, like almost everyone, everyone likes chicken. You know what I mean? The whole world like fried chicken. So yeah. let's even so let I go of that. Black excuse that, you yeah. know, but the watermelon pot could be like, damn, what, the watermelon, what the hell? Who eats watermelon and chicken together? That's what I was going to say. If that was the pairing, then that would be racist. Yeah. But if there was like another side. And they put Kool-Aid to the side. Right. Ooh, That's yeah. kind of banging, but I see the racism. Yeah. Yeah. So before we really get into who's getting a load of the week, let's play this drop real quick. An Alodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. 
So you guys, an Ikea in Georgia is the Elodo of the week this week because for their Juneteenth celebration, they decided that they were going to um, give out chicken, fried chicken and watermelon. Well, come on. And um, what makes this worse? You know, they issued an apology. They said they were sorry. But what makes it worse is that they did admit that they did not have any black people in the room Obviously. that they consulted when they were making that. I, I, you could really picture it. Picture it. Someone was like, oh, yeah, wait. We know black people love chicken, KFC, Popeyes, oh, wait, and watermelon. That's a great idea. Here's, you know what I mean? Here's the thing. I think, as you have said, um, I, I think that... So, so I did... Um, Get a little bit of research behind why is ra- like what what makes watermelon racist. Mm-hmm. Um, come to find out that the whole association with watermelon and black people is that because post Reconstruction era, how a lot of slaves began to get money was actually by having watermelon farms and selling watermelons. Mm-hmm. So, in an attempt to degrade this form of liberation, white people dehumanized black people for eating watermelon because they tried to, you know, it was just the whole sucking thing and using your hands. Um, so, so anything that popularly is used with your hands to eat, they attribute it to black people as a way to emphasize this savage and brute thing. Make them animals. Uh, it make them animals. As with fried chicken, um, it was the same thing. Fried chicken was easy to have. It was easy to carry from place to place. A chicken is like an easy animal yeah. to to do with. Um, so the funny, the irony I find of it is that by us acknowledging that watermelon is a stereotypical stereotype, it's just giving onus to white people who tried to put that on us. Because to find out that watermelon was something that slaves used to make money. To make money. So like, that was like, they hustle. I feel like if y'all don't eat this damn watermelon and love it because that's what your ancestors like, yeah. that was their bread and butter. Yeah. You know, and don't let white people tell you, like, we can't eat watermelon because of that. But obviously it's quite it's offensive. Offensive. Yeah, that it's they offensive. did not have any black... They should have get the black walkers. Ask them, what would you guys like? It's so many other Period. things. You know what I'm saying? Period. So do you think if they decide to give a meal, what type of meal should it be? Should it, should it have just been like a regular potluck? Like different So they meals? did um, change it. Once the uproar happened, they did change it. They changed it to um, collard greens, sweet potatoes. Mm. I think the chicken was there. Now they're uh, talking. Meatloaf. Wait, so they just served chicken and watermelon? So that, that is the confusion to me. I was like, was it literally just chicken and watermelon? Because that is extremely racist. Like, bitch, give me a side. Like, what? Like... Give me a side. Give me a side. Yeah. Come on now. Like, come on. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. See, definitely. that's what makes it racist. And I think it's just crazy that you would even feel like you could make a decision about Juneteenth without involving any black person. Quite insulting. Quite that's insulting. That's what makes y'all a of the Complete a Definitely a to the cure. I, I don't understand how... <sighs> Have you had anything like that happen at your job? Have you experienced any type of like... You know. Oh yeah, remember when I was working at that nonprofit? I used to always experience all type of random microaggressions. Like that one time um where me I was like suggesting something and the 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 the, the little gay white boy I was working with, I love him though. He's super sweet, but um he says to me 
this would make sense if y'all could see me, but he kind of shook his head and was like, yeah, because when you came, when you were saying that, it was like, uh-uh, girlfriend. It was like one of those shenane neck rolls. And I told him, I was like, there was no point in the conversation where I did that mannerism, and I feel that for you to incorporate that in your imitation of me was racially motivated. Yeah. Simple as that. You know, then he was like, no, I didn't do that because you're black. I did that because I'm gay, which ultimately is which, the same thing. Besides in black Yeah, women. but. Ugh, okay. Anyway, let's go into the care of the culture. It is Shakari Richardson. She is an American track and field sprinter who competes in the 100 meters and 200 meters. Um, she rose to fame in 2019 as a freshman at Louisiana State University, running 10.75 seconds to break the 100 meter r- record at That's the crazy. National Collegiate Athletic Association Championship. Her winning time time made her one of the 10 fastest woman in history at 19 years old that's amazing like what the hell like my little sister runs track so i get the you know i didn't know how important those little seconds count no those little milliseconds that's it they they count so now um after turning professional later that year she ran a new personal best of 10.72 seconds in april 2021 becoming the sixth fastest woman of all time and the fourth fastest american woman in history she qualified for the 2020 summer olympics after winning the after winning the hundreds meter dash with 10.86 united states olympic trials yeah, she is bomb. She is a bomb young girl, beautiful, with her beautiful, colorful hair, long nails. Like, she is a reputation of a young black girl. You yeah. know what I'm saying? With the fashion looks, with everything. You know, the way she carries herself. Um, and it's just nice to see, like, this is a regular black girl who is doing amazing things, you know, in the Olympics. She's a track star, an athlete. Just continue to show how versatile we are as a black woman, as black individuals. You know, we are athletes. We are strong human beings. We're, we are intelligent. And it's just, this is care for the culture. Like, she is representing us, especially with her look. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of people, they feel, especially when you get to the limelight or you're trying to, you know, be the top, maybe in academics or in sports, you feel like you have to change your look. You know, you feel like you have to, like, put down your culture a little bit you know you don't wanna, you don't want you don't want to seem too black you know but mm-hmm. she she kept it going on man she got her orange her, her orange wig her long nails and everything you know like with her lashes she popping so she is the cure of the culture yeah big up to her go crazy really quick so she because i saw her do it in the interview she pronounces her name Shakari. Oh, Shakari. Shakari. I like that. I like it. And I love... That's actually cuter. Uh, I know, right? Shakari. Um, and also just to highlight, Shakari lost her mother a week ago. Um, she did lose her mother a week ago. Um, prior to her running that historic 100 meter. Um, and her attitude, everything about her, I just love it. I, I really do love that she pop her shit, she talk her shit, and she's just unapologetically who she is and and something that she said constantly was like people could judge me for who i am how i look where i come from how old i am but at the end of the day when i get on that track and field the time do all the talking for me okay and it's just like that big purr. that's it yeah she's inspired by florence joiner and we also know her she also had a similar look too with yeah. the long nails um so this is amazing this is um this is amazing for our culture as a whole like even speaking of the olympics Many, many, many black girls, you know, gymnastics yes. and swimming and track 
qualified. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, beat different records and stuff. Yes, Simone Manuel in swimming, um, Simone Biles in gymnastics. So they are doing the damn thing. Okay. I'm, I'm excited to watch the Olympics this year because of it. Yeah. Totally. Because of it. I'm, I'm interested. Oh, yeah. Um, COVID didn't let it happen last year, right? Yeah. yeah. True. true, 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 true. Definitely. Um, hmm. I think that's it. Well, yeah. Let's let's Give, give us a, a word, Dami, because you just came from vacation. So what's the word that you're feeling? Hmm. The word, I feel an energy, and I feel a mood, and I think that it's appropriate to quote Miss Sha'Carri Richardson okay. in this mood. Shakari let them people know that I just want everybody to know that when they see me, I'm that girl. Period. And I think that that is the energy of my vacation and the energy of this summer, y'all. When they see you, let them know that you are that. I am that girl. Okay? I am that. that. I like that. Okay. All right, y'all. You heard it from us, and this is Cross. Oh. oh. The, that was oh wow I felt so sudden oh I'm sorry I'm, you got, I got a quarter <laughs> of the way oh I didn't know that I was ending it like that okay we discussed this girl. no I just I just it felt so sudden oh, right? I'm you sorry like, okay okay wait, so let's rewind you were that girl anything else you wanna <laughs> yeah at least come on give me the anything else it was just like alright y'all we out okay yes yeah, so as she said moving forward with anything that you do feel like you are the one we have to do with confidence yeah. okay so as for me I feel like I am that mama okay? okay i am that woman okay. I, I am that lactician that podcaster okay? okay um that actress that professional i am erica mona the one get in tune okay i ain't say you had to do all that but i like that <laughs> Look you, at this. <laughs> you guys follow us on social media yes, 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 um yes. follow us at cross cultured podcast on instagram at damn underscore i'm fine d-a-m underscore i'm fine at Erica Mona, E-R-I-K-A-M-O-N-A-A. It's been wonderful coming back with you guys. And this is... This is Cross Cultured. Cultured. <laughs>